Um, does it worry you that I've locked you in this room with me? You locked the door? Yeah, I locked the door. I locked the door like three hours ago. Oh, Jesus. It's just you, me, Dwayne, and some golfer. No, no. Is it a golfer? Yeah. No. It's a golfer. Is it? Yeah, it is a golfer. Ah, it's like having a live studio audience. For context, I guess we should probably tell everybody that we have a cardboard cutout of Dwayne The Rock Johnson uh, holding a, what? It's like some box of tequila. Box of tequila, yeah. And then somehow we have a pro golfer. We don't know who he is. No neither, idea. Neither of us are partaking golf. Even Marcus doesn't know who it is. Mm-hmm. And Marcus is the one who brought him here. He's like, they were just throwing it out, so I brought him. Now he has friends for The Rock. <laughs> yeah, The Rock's are security. Yeah, that's true. And you, little do you know that I actually was telling RJ that for a housewarming gift, I was going to buy you a life-size cardboard cutout of Kiefer Sutherland. <laughs> <laughs> I was specifically looking for Jack Bauer, but they don't have them. There's two Kiefer Sutherland cardboard cutouts you can buy, and one of them's like, it's one of them's like $69, but it's like... The perfect keeper. It's tight. It's it's tight. Oh, it's tight. It's sweet. It's bopping. It's popping. Yeah. So if you try and come into our podcast studio, uh, yeah, you're not gonna make it in because we have the rock and like five feet of space. Yeah. There's also a crazy lady with a bird. Yeah. Which I'll say that quietly because she she's right through the wall and she might be able to hear us. We do have to be slightly quiet because it's kind of late, but don't worry. You're good. We're good. It's fine. We're fine. It's Thursday night. Nobody has anything to do Friday morning. It's not like it's a weekday. No. It's not like I I have work tomorrow. No, fuck work. I don't work anymore. I quit. I'm a full-time podcaster now. Anyways, without further ado, welcome to Something Suspect, fellow listeners. I'm your host, Ian, and this is my co-host, Jared. We're getting good at saying it now. We don't really know what this podcast is about, but uh, last episode, I had plans. You know, you don't know who we are. We don't know who we are. We've known each other for a long time. And then we just went off on so many tangents that uh, we never got around to what I had planned. So uh, I figured we could do a little friendship quiz to see if you know me as well as I know you and Ooh. if I know you as well as you know me. Ooh, interesting. Yeah. And uh, we can get people to learn about us they really want to know about us not at all we have no relevance to them at all but yeah. maybe we can get some kind of like pity like was it pathos play no ethos one of them one of those is it is an ethos the emotional appeal? i think ethos is i don't what is pathos logos is logic no we're going for pathos what's pathos a quality that evokes pity or sadness we're going for pity is pity it, points is it just me or is that oh no never mind no, I thought that plug was kept sparking, but it's just uh, the cars. It's like the reflection of the cars, car headlights. Don't ever say, is it just me or is that and slowly point behind me ever again? <laughs> <laughs> That's terrifying. <laughs> Holy shit. You're like, is it just me or I'm like, dude, I'm like, the fucking demons are back. <laughs> is it just me or is that guy, is that shadowy figure behind you with a knife look pretty hot? Don't talk about this. You know what? Uh, stay tuned through this test for uh, our first little bit and then uh, a story about me accidentally summoning demons into the world or some bullshit. I'm fucked. I'm, it, dude, I'm. T- it's scary. Like, uh, don't mess with me today. I've had no, some shit go down. No, no to Edgar, cut out the part about me saying that a guy was hot. Who was hot? Edgar. Why would he? Okay. Maybe Edgar's getting the pity points for being locked in my basement. Good news is it doesn't flood anymore, so we can breathe. 
Oh, that's good. Yeah, that, uh, pretty good. All right, so anyways, without further ado, insert flashy title, the tri-half-decade anniversary friendship game quiz. You prepared this episode pretty well. I did. I have the questions, though. I have some things. So I'm going to ask you these questions, and then uh, you will guess what I think, and then I will guess what you think for these questions, okay? Wait, wait, wait. wait. Go, go through that again? So I'm going to ask a question. Like, this okay. one is like, what's my favorite Netflix series? Mm-hmm. Which is a weird one. Netflix. Like, if, no, it's not going to be Netflix, but I'm like, it'd be TV series or just, yeah. you know, general series like that. Yeah, yeah. But I say, what's that? And then you would probably know my favorite Netflix series, actually. If you don't, I hate you, and we're not friends, and we're breaking up in this Maybe podcast. Like, are we talking over. about Netflix original or... Uh, it's a Netflix on Netflix. Just on Netflix. It is a Netflix original, actually. Okay. Is it... The one I know that you talk... Well, I, I know you don't You don't like... I know one that you don't like now. The Witcher Season 2. I like The Witcher Season 2. What's wrong with Season 2? I, I haven't said... finished it. Oh. I've, um, I'm watching it with my uh, my parents, and uh, I have very interesting takes and hot takes as somebody who has read the books and is very, very uh, book Nazi on that. I mean, I'm not. I really enjoy the, the series and everything they've done except for one thing. Honestly, it makes sense, and I agree. I like it, and it's, it's a good show, and I really do think it's impressively done. The games bother me. Mostly the first game because I want to play it and it's just so bad and everything it does to the story of the entire overall like anthology of The Witcher makes me cry. But then Witcher 2 and Witcher 3 are like really good games so we'll get off The Witcher real quick but like I have one thing to say. Uh, Hot take. uh, Fuck Triss. And not in like the way that you do in the games. Like Triss is just a useless person, and especially in the show, Triss is the most useless, terrible person. Well, you've seen and her in the, the context of the her, first you've game. You've seen her in the first game, also, right? Yeah. Well, that's that's why I, my hatred for Triss started in the first game because the first game was the first thing I played. At. Well, I read the book. Uh, I read the second book first, and then I played the game, and then I went back and read Blood of Elves, and then I went through like you know Swallow and Lady of the Lake, and you know Baptism of Fire. I said that way out of order. Baptism of Fire, Sw- Tower of Swallow, and Lady of the Lake. Mm-hmm. I think Lady of Lakes might. Oh, uh, yeah, I think that's right. No, Triss in The Witcher 1, the whole like, you don't remember, so let's bang, because I'm not going to tell you that you love somebody, basically, is one of the scummiest things. Yeah. yeah um, that's super scummy. Thing. In the books, uh, honestly, I have many problems, and we can go down this, but I'm not going to spoil the books. But if when you get to the very last book, I have serious major problems with Triss being like completely useless. And then in the show, she is actually the most useless character. Like, she shows up once or twice, and then she does some things. But, like, honestly, like, Triss. Sorry. Triss stands out there. Like, no. And Tristan's. Are you Team Yen? Uh, Are you just Team, like, Geralt? I'm Team Not Triss. I like Yennefer. I like Yennefer. um, Because who doesn't want, like, a slightly, like, goth, like, slightly abusive, uh, like, self-sufficient woman? Yeah. Uh, do you have a favorite show? Should I guess that? Try and try and guess, cause I don't have, I don't quite know what my favorite show is, but I want to see you guess. I think like one of your favorite shows has to be an anime. I would assume. I would assume it would it could be like JoJo, or something. I don't know anything about JoJo, so I have no idea if that like fits you. But like you I, like JoJo, a lot, I like JoJo. But I don't think that's your favorite. favorite. Um, I, I think I think it's just fun to watch, but it's actually not not really. I, I my opinion, I, mean, I don't want think something it's, like. Well you want something like Metal Gear. You want something like that's like introspective and smart and cool and 
Clearly, it's Inuyasha. Oh, clearly. <laughs> I don't know. What would you say? Like, I can't answer for you if you don't have a definitive answer, but like, what would you say? Well, I, I know. I'm pretty sure I have an idea what my favorite anime probably full metal alchemist that's why actually i was gonna say full metal alchemist like i was legitimately gonna say that but i'm like ah that's like uh maybe i'm like it's basic but like yeah full metal alchemist was what i was thinking when i said something like metal gear i thought full metal alchemist for some reason yeah well, probably well, metal. well i mean metal is in i feel like the like philosophical view of it like the homunculi are they alive or not and like human life what is it worth really hits you at a level yeah it's it's like big existential story yeah phil, phil, philosophy i you um, are a philosophy like professor at your core i don't know anything about philosophy that is a philosophy uh, philosophy statement that is your philosophy is no you don't know about your philosophy anyways let's continue on well the re the first real one i guess it's right. my favorite food your favorite <sighs> french <laughs> <laughs> french french onion soup from applebee's no i get french onion soup anywhere that french onion soup is available okay. i will accept french onion soup as a, i will accept that as one of my favorite things i love salt cheese and bread and onion what else do you need that's like the main pillars of humanity um i will accept that yeah that's that's accurate french onion soup you could have said like chicken paprikash or like anything with dumplings or like the dim sum chicken kind. paprikash i've never seen you eat chicken paprikash it's because i eat all of it before you see me <laughs> I crush chicken paprikash. In fact, um, I think Mark's, it might be Mark's. There's like one of those stores around here that actually has a really good like store version. Like you just buy it in a big like container. And yeah. It's so delicious. But they use like spatzel spatzel. So like small little like dumpling like things. Whereas like when my grandmother, my mother, my sister and I make it, it's like big globs of just delicious dough. Mm -hmm. And it's good. And like my, my grandmother actually makes one of my least favorite versions of it because she like dumps like this bacon really bacon heavy sauce on it and i was like i'm not a fan of the bacon so uh so french onion soup is like an acceptable answer i'll accept that yeah okay i'll take that all the chicken and dumpling anything with dumplings to be honest too like if there's dumpling paprikash paprikash dumpling paprikash dumpling french onion i'd do that too um you i have to <laughs> I have to say, from anything, if I if it goes off of anything I've ever seen you eat, you have to be the chicken tendy connoisseur. <laughs> okay, okay, you got me, you got me. Is that accurate? That is completely accurate. Oh, so you are the chicken tendy man, which is funny because you know who else constantly gets chicken tenders everywhere he goes? Hmm. My dad. Your dad? My dad is like the oldest four-year-old ever. <laughs> he asked for chicken tendies and a beer everywhere that's that's optimal yep yeah pretty much everywhere that i go go out to eat regularly i, I would have to ha have tried their uh chicken tenders mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And, and, and if they and if they and if they don't have chicken tenders on the menu I'm just, i just don't go i just don't come back it's a favorite animal do you know mine i feel like it is either a monkey or a giraffe no, actually, it's neither of those. It's your favorite animal. Penguin? Yeah, penguin works, yeah. Okay. Penguin is is what I was thinking, yeah. Penguins are awesome. Especially the penguin. 
<laughs> that video on the penguin uh like wandering off and they have like the in the documentary and they're just talking about how he's gonna like wander off to his death and it's like this really overly dramatic thing about they're like these penguins go crazy they they go insane and they just keep walking and they're just filming a penguin slowly walking away from the rest of the people <laughs> and it's like five minutes of this this like narrator's being like they go insane nothing can stop them and it's just a penguin walking through the snow <laughs> I relate to that. Yeah. What's your favorite animal? Uh, ooh, what is your favorite animal? I feel like you're like a big cat type person. I definitely like, like uh, dog versus cat. I'm definitely like a cat person. Yeah, but I'm not thinking like cat cat. I'm talking about like actual big cat. Like oh, I feel like a cat. tiger or something. Um, I tig tiger is. I don't think tiger you're a lion my, person. Tiger is like my top my. Top, top tier five. cat, yeah, yeah. Because like, I was I, like, it's I, I, not a lion. I know it's not a big lion. cats. It's probably tigers. Probably. Um, there. I I feel like Kakapo is everybody's favorite animal. They just don't know it yet. Uh, if it's not a big, if you're not giving off that big cat energy, what's uh? Ooh, <laughs> is it a monkey? Is it a toilet kong? <laughs> uh, monkeys monkey is acceptable uh, it, uh the ones that i would accept monkey is, well, i feel like it's a small monkey yeah like a spider monkey type thing but yeah. not a spider monkey like the ones that rip your face off not the ones that rip your limbs off and beat you with them yeah it, it, the except like i think an acceptable answer would be either monkey or owl owls are cool yeah owls um, are pretty cool kakapo is a great animal and we might get into it at some point but they are by all means they should be extinct and they're fantastic uh look up the kakapo kakapo they're amazing birds and you they're 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 honestly they should be the mascot of this podcast they represent everything what's your favorite possession Ooh, what's your favorite item what do you what's your favorite thing you own favorite thing i own yeah i i feel like the favorite thing you own has to be one of your instruments I'm not counting like the computer or something because like I feel like you'd have to be like, well, my computer's got everything that I ever loved on it. It's got my friends. It's got my family. It's got 85 different viruses that ransomware me. It's got my homework folder. Oh, you do a lot of studying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. School, Pringles, and the other thing. Golgo go in that folder. <laughs> So, that's what they call a throwback. Ooh, ooh I know. I'm getting that continuity down. Um, favorite possession. I just never thought of that question. Well, do you know what mine is? I feel like I should know. It's Edgar. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I, I didn't really think about this. It might be... It might just be anything from my Mass Effect collection, to be honest. Although, actually, one of the coolest things I own is uh, is the Metal Gear Monopoly. <laughs> that is uh, oh, no Metal Gear Risk. I'm sorry. The I have the Mass Effect Monopoly. I, I feel like I feel like one of the things that's got to be up there is probably like your uh, any of your biker out biker gear, like your your uh, jacket. No, no, no. no. Uh, my bike. 
The GSXR is my favorite oh, probably, possession. Probably the probably the bike. Yeah, the, that, that's <laughs> I like I the biker gear. I'm I just... didn't consider that. No, the GSXR is my favorite possession. Okay. Um, as you could tell, because when that broke, when somebody broke it, you remember I went through like actual stages of grief. Oh, I like, remember. For months, I wouldn't stop talking about it because I was like actually like grieving that. And, and I even told you yesterday that I'm like I'm bringing it back. It's coming yeah. back. Yeah, I remember the. Like that was like on the list of things like that I love. It's right up there with like my nephew and Molly. Mm-hmm. Like it's right up there with my my nephew and dog. <laughs> oh, and my parents and my sister and maybe they're they're somewhere below that. Yeah, you probably. know, you know, they're cool. They're cool. Yeah, yeah like I, you know, followed closely behind those. You know. Behind the GSXR, or yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I'm just saying, if there's a burning building, it's much easier to open the garage and roll out the bike than it is to go into the smoke and pull out. Actually, no, I take that back. I actually had the firefighter carry my dad away from a fire once. Mm. That was when uh, I had a broken rib that day. That's when I broke my rib crashing the. Uh, what was it? The uh, the CB750 Supersport. I crashed that because I was testing it and the brakes locked up while I was like trying to turn around. And instead of being a normal person and crashing, I shoved myself under the bike to stop this like rare bike, you know, from getting damaged. And I cracked a rib or something like I messed up my rib real bad. Yeah. And then my dad did something and he couldn't walk or something like that. And they sat him down next to the fire pit. And she was like, here, throw some sticks in it. And the wind like blew and the flames started going. Like... So the flames started touching his like pant or leg or whatever. And he said, ow. And he just looked. <laughs> and so what he did is he looked down and I, I was sitting there. And I was watching and she, Meg was just staring at this. He was just looking down. He like put the magazine he was reading like over him. like he, and, and he just sat there. And I was like, what are you doing? So I picked him up and like dragged him over. And I was like carrying him. I was like, what the hell are you doing? Like, and he's like, well, he's like, I thought about it. That hurts. It would have hurt more. He's like, I didn't like, yeah, I wouldn't want to get burned, but it would have hurt more to stand up. That is the worst <laughs> self-preservation I've ever heard out of anybody. He's, He's like, just, well, I'd rather burn than stand. And I was like, okay. He's just staring at his impending doom, just like, okay, guess this is it. Mind you, this is the day. So he broke something. Like, he messed up something. He couldn't walk. Like, physically couldn't walk yeah. while he was in the chair and everything. And he, it, like I said, he'd rather burn from a fire for a little bit than actually uh, get up and walk. Like, he was in pain. I crashed the motorcycle that morning and bruised cracked broke whatever i don't remember what happened like i messed up my ribs bad yeah um i had to get x-rays it was a fun time meg's out meg's like why aren't you guys we're sitting there watching i think we were actually watching like the first episode of like falcon and the winter soldier or something no no interest in it neither of us had any interest in it we were just sitting in the couch because we we're both injured watching this and meg's like why don't you guys do some work around the house <laughs> <laughs> I looked at him and he looked at me and I'm like, I had a motorcycle crash like 25 minutes ago. <laughs> and he's like, I can't walk. I was like, what do you want us to do? And that's why he, that's how he ended up by the fire. She put him in a chair and made him start throwing the debris into the fire. Only, hey, you got to remember our parents and grandparents walked to school up the hill both ways. So did I. What, you don't fucking do the non, uh, the non Euclidean hill? What the hell? No, no, I do the, um, Euclidean. 
Sub-Euclidean. Sub-Euclidean. <laughs> Ooh. I don't even know what that means. It's whatever you want it to mean. Uh, okay, I got. we're going to speed through some. Movies or music? Uh, for, like like wh- which yeah, I prefer? I think you prefer music. Yes. Right. I think you prefer movies? Music. Music, okay. I, yeah, I'd rather listen to music. Uh, I think I have a very bad attention span with movies sometimes. That one's pretty hard. Uh, do you have a celebrity crush? A celebrity crush. Yeah. Like, I I really like how weird Karen Gillan is. Karen Gillan? Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to look, look that She up. was uh, Amy Pond in Doctor Who. She was in the Jumanji movies. Uh, she was oh, uh, yeah. Gunpowder Milkshake. Like, I, I like Karen Gillan a lot. Who would you think would be my celebrity crush? Hideo Kojima. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, I feel like you might have some weird basic one. Like, I really feel like you something hit you in your teenage years. You were like, wow, like Scarlett Johansson or something like really basic. Um, you know, like a, a common one. Yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. Megan Fox. Did, have you ever watched... Uh, you, you, did you watched Avatar Last Airbender when it was uh, Dude, is your crush Katara? No. <laughs> no, I was saying this This was like every... Really just everyone's uh, everyone's crush if they watched Avatar. Uh, uh, the girl? The ninja girl? Yeah, yeah, ninja girl. Uh, what is her name? Block Chi. It's like... What is it? Tai, tai something? Tai, oh, Tai Lee? Tai Lee, I think. Tai Lee, the firebender girl? Tai yeah. Lee is the firebender girl with the long hair. The gymnasty one or something like that, right? Hold on, hold on. Ooh. Isn't that Tylee? We're, we're going to confirm this. No, no, Tylee is the uh, ninja. Who's the... Hold on, what's the... The firebender that's... The one that's Zuko's girlfriend. Uh, that's... Uh, what's her name? No, Tylee. Tylee is the... Tylee is the... Uh, Tylee is... Tylee is the... The firebender girl. Yeah, but she's with... Uh, what's her name? Tylee is the one I was talking about. She's uh, on uh, Azula's side. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. May, May, May is, uh, um, May is May's the, the fire. I think she, no, she doesn't, May, May doesn't fire Bendy. God, we're pissing off so many people. Yeah. Sorry. No, 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 no. Those are the people I was talking about, Ty. So, uh, the like weird gymnasty one. She might be a ninja. I haven't seen this in a long time. Yeah, but it's May, uh, Azula, and, uh, Tylee, yeah. I was thinking, uh, when I was talking about, like, the weird, like, the ninja person, I was talking about, um, Sokka's, like, girlfriend oh, uh, person. Um, the, like, Earth Ninja person. Suki. Suki. Yes. Yeah, she was a uh, what's uh Kiyoshi Warrior. I'm pretty oh, if sure. we're going if we're going off of like let's go on a tangent here of like childhood crushes, especially like in anime and shit like that. Yeah. Like well animation and period. Uh first off, uh Azula. Well, that's a that's a hot take. It's a real hot take, but um Azula. I don't see it. Azula yeah, or Katara. I mean, either one. You know, it's two different moods, you know. That's like, that's <laughs> like... Fire and water. Uh, it's, it's really like, you know, there's like the kind of supportive, nice one, and then there's the one that's just like, oh, dom me. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, if you can't take the heat, don't play with fire is all I'm saying, you know. Worst enemy. Like, worst enemy just says in... Who's my worst enemy? Who's your worst enemy? Yep. Bill Clinton. Exactly. All right, so uh, who's your worst enemy? Your worst enemy has to be... It's got to be a musician. Why musician? It's got to be like somebody who just makes music that just offends your soul. That offends... Okay. Yeah, like it would be like Chad Kroger, but I think you have a little bit of respect for Chad Kroger because yeah, he yeah, played yeah, with Devin yeah, Townsend. Yeah. Um, who makes some terrible music that like 
messes with your genre. Me. I am your worst enemy. Yes. Pre-Wolf's yeah. incident. We'll, uh, we'll let you... Uh, We'll let you uh, simmer on that, but yeah. okay. So uh, if we're counting, which we're not, I'm pretty sure we don't know anything about each other. Yeah, I, 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 I no idea. Okay. I don't know who you are. Okay. Well, that was fun. It really wasn't, but we had some good tangents at least. That was a lot longer than I thought it was going to be. So now this brings us to my favorite part. Are you ready? I'm, I'm scared. This is our I, first I, little. I, this is I, our. I, I, I have no idea what's happening. This is our first like. Way. We're going to play a little game real quick, all right? It's okay. a real quick game, all right? Okay. So I'm going to play a sound for you, and you have to guess what that sound is. Okay. All right? All right. Are you ready for this? Yeah. All right, we're going to play the sound. All right. Here's the sound. So you got to guess the sound. <laughs> how, how can I guess a sound if I'm... Okay. Okay, okay, okay. Um, Do you want me to play it again? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Replay, replay it. I'm, okay. I'm trying to jog my mind here. All right, ready? Yeah. That's a tough one, I know. <sighs> yeah. It's... It brings, it evokes a lot of emotion in you, I know. Yeah, it's, it's, you know, like that train, uh, the sound of like the train horn from Thomas the Tank Engine? Yeah. Yeah, it sounds like it evokes feelings of that, like okay. that sort of nostalgia, uh-huh. but it's also like heavily distorted and just a little bit more unsettling. So is it distorted nostalgia or is it like distorted, like the sound itself is just unsettling? It's unsettling nostalgia. So it's, well, it's almost it's, like it's, a... It sounds like that the, the, the horn sound, okay. but just a, so... little, just a little bit more... Um, just a little bit more disturbing. It's 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 sort of like uh, so your t- so your get your final guess is a Thomas the Tank Engine creepy pasta whistle. Yes. Okay. All right. Was that the sound? I don't know. I maybe. Con- congratulations <laughs> if that was the sound. <laughs> <laughs> did Did you already have the sound picked? Or? No. No. <laughs> so are you gonna make something completely far off? I mean, I might. You might have got it. I don't know if you did or didn't. Well, you already know. I already know your answer, yeah. But that's the best. Yeah, that's the best part. We don't know the question, but we definitely know the answer now. It really comes down to uh, if I feel like letting you win, and then if I feel like trying to figure out how to make the noise of a Thomas the Tank Engine creepy pasta train whistle. And that was the first bit. It takes a well-trained uh ear a well-trained ear to listen to those sounds in the future yes yeah that's it's good really segment. good it's a really it's really hard on you because you never know like sometimes you know i think i'm like wait was that batman getting punched and i was like no 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 that was that was definitely somebody slipping on a banana peel and then some days you're like wow that sounds like the black metal version of thomas the tank engine you know who knows it could be anything it's a good time so I said something about earlier in the beginning of this episode about a uh, like accidentally summoning a demon. Yeah, which is kind of wrong. But so let me explain to you. So I uh, I got I took a half day. I got home. You know I showered. I did normal stuff after work, and you know cooked some food. I ate four chicken patties, like the breaded encore chicken patties. 
Did you just slam them down? Uh, so do you want to know the actual thing I did hmm. is I put them in, I, I cooked them up and then I uh, drew a bath in the bathtub and I brought in a plate <laughs> and I watched uh, YouTube uh, from my bathtub while I was soaking my back. I showered uh, beforehand. That was not a like cleaning bath. It was uh, my muscles hurt bath. Yeah. But I drew a hot bath and I watched YouTube videos and ate chicken patties. You know, that, that sounds like an amazing like half day off. Yeah, yeah. I, I actually do that sometimes. But here's the thing. I'm, like, I'm, not, I'm not a monster. I have the plate and everything and I eat over it. I don't like I'm not like spilling crumbs of like yeah, greasy I, chicken. I, I, I feel like that would make it a less optimal. I also dab experience. the chicken patties because those things are greasy as hell. And uh, yeah. But no, I, uh, yeah, sometimes I just do a bath day. Like, you know, sometimes I have a projector for my bathroom, mm-hmm. so I just turn the lights off and then I just watch a movie or something and I just lay in the bath, like soak. Cause like I said, manual labor hurts your back and you know, more people need to do that. Just like listening to music in the shower. I want to put a sound system in my bathroom when I, uh, when I get in my house. Yeah. Like I really want to just like put it in there. Like I even have like a touch screen that you can just like hit through the like shot. Yeah. Cause that'd be super helpful. Cause I love to rock out in the shower. Yeah. It, for me, I feel like, uh, my shower tunes, mm-hmm. it, it, it's either going to be like, like one of those songs that one of those, like, or like any sort of piece of music that just makes you contemplate, uh, life in existence or just like really brutal, uh, music. Like everything is bleeding. Everything Strong, strong disagree. Strong disagree. Strong disagree. Uh, the shower is the perfect time for the song that you know all the lyrics to, and the vocals are easy enough to sing along to. And you practice, you rock those power ballads out. You fucking go hard. I mean, you probably shouldn't because you're going to get like screamed at by old people. But when you're yeah. in your house and you know you're alone, and like I know I'm alone because I can lock my screen door, and that means even if somebody has a key to my house, they can't get it past the screen door. So I lock that. Yeah. And then I put a, like, a, I make sure nobody can get into my house. And then I just rock out. Like, I'm just like, oh, I, I will put on 2112 and sing the entire fucking thing in the shower. I don't care. I'll be the priests and everything. Oh, man. I, I, I cannot picture you singing 2112. Oh, it's great. We are the priests of the Temple of Syrinx. Just wait till you hit the high and the screaming. It's like our great computers uh, fill these hallowed halls. I can scream it, man. Are, you, are you able to do the um, uh, falsetto? Are you, are you sometimes it depends so i can i i have a good vocal range but i have to actually be able i like to like do the all the wrong ways and all the wrong techniques to a lot of vocal things so like yeah. i've put a lot of like squeeze on my vocal cords when i should just be like just different things like, i put a lot of stress there they shouldn't be yeah like it's just not right so it's... i've been working on that fire fire is actually the one that i was like i was i wasn't even in the shower i was just like in my house just like belting parts of fire fire Cause I can belt. That's what I can do for sure. Mm-hmm. But like fire, fire from uh, steam powered draft. I just find that to be an amusing song. And steam powered draft is interesting. Um, fun fact. I found out that that song is actually like over 11 years old now. Huh? Yeah. Anyways. So I took my bath and everything. I ate my chicken patties. And uh, then I think I just watched some YouTube videos. Uh, I, prepped some things for today with this and got some things ready and checked out a few things and wrote down some ideas and worked on some projects and stuff. I didn't, didn't just get a lazy day, sadly. Um, did you just roll your eyes? No, I didn't. I was just checking. Uh-huh. Yeah, uh-huh. Time. yeah, yeah. Hey, you know, just checking time. You're like, oh yeah, you worked. Uh huh. Sure. Anyways, I was taking a nap while we were we were texting. 
Mm-hmm. Like when you were texting me, I was asleep. I just got up and started responding to you the entire time. And then I went back to sleep. And then every time you text like three seconds later, I just get back out of bed and go back and do it. Why? Just go to sleep. Nah, I just respond to everything. Anyways, it's funny because that was about 40 minutes before the demon summoning. So we'll call that BDS, 45 BDS. And like the timer clicks down from there. Anyways, I went to sleep and I was having some dreams. I was having a lot of dreams and they were very pleasant dreams starting off. They were weird dreams like, you know, famous person, famous musician that I've been talking about recently, who I won't name. Uh, it was like I was having a conversation with them. It was a very scintillating conversation, a lot of like sciencey stuff and like interesting things. And it was just a very interesting conversation. And I had those dreams on and off where it was like almost like it was like a podcast type thing, but it wasn't. It was just we were just talking. It was like hanging out type thing. Right. Yeah. It was very interesting. And then. My next dream, I, uh, you woke me up from that, and that's when I that's when I lost like the happy dream and everything. But then I went to sleep. <laughs> After that, though, I had a dream where I was in this house, and I don't know the specifics of the house, but quite honestly, you know how like you have context in your dream that just doesn't come from anywhere. Mm-hmm. The context is like the Scooby Doo house. Like this was a haunted ass house. Yeah, yeah it kind of reminded me of my grandfather's old house, but it wasn't. It was just like like brown like dark dreary haunted like house basically an old friend and uh her ex which i guess they were together in this uh, we were there and they were i don't know if they were moving in or something we were moving some stuff around and uh we're, i was helping them move and they were moving boxes and they were together again it was weird it was just me there that i know of i think there might have been somebody else it might have been you it might have just been a generic person like i don't know for sure yeah i think you might have been there for a minute a second in it but it got real uh, i found this radio like this like early 2000s like radio so like the ones that were like silver and like rounded and tried to look like the weird 2000s version of like futuristic and cool yeah it was like one of those and it was plugged in and of course i messed with it and I uh, started playing with it. And uh, the one guy who I'll just call Dan, Dan like walks over to me and says, uh, he's like, oh, yeah, he says something about the radio. I don't know for sure. I might have it written down here because I wrote this down like three paragraphs of this. OK, I originally was dreaming about talking to a musician. I don't remember this. Wait a minute. Oh, I originally no. was dreaming I was talking to a musician and then my car, <gasps> my car was stolen. I remember it now. Yeah. So the dream, so the non-consequential dream. Yeah. You woke me up and I went back to sleep and I was in my garage and then my car wasn't there. Like my driveway was all shuffled around and my car was gone. And I kept looking for my car. And every time I looked back at my driveway, it, my cars were arranged in a different way, but my car still wasn't there. And I kept looking at, I had to look at it really hard. Like it was some kind of like magic mirage or something like that. Yeah. Um, so that was the other one. And then I found this portable radio. And he said something weird about it. He's like, oh, that's the one. He's like, that one's broken. We can't like it only or something like that. But he doesn't say that yet. I find it. I start messing with it. Right. Yeah. And then I get like this weird and I tune it and I tune it down to like this weird, like almost like a negative one setting, basically. Like I, I tune it down to some really low frequency that makes no fucking sense. Yeah. And uh, as soon as I do, it starts playing like this weird noise. He's like, oh, it's, that's the broken like radio. He's like, we can't get it to stop playing this sound. Okay. That nothing's inherently terrifying about that, right? Mm-hmm. It starts playing static, and then the static starts to like slowly warp and turn into a weird noise. And I can't describe this weird noise. It was very alien and just weird, and it had some high pitch in there, but it was also like weirdly 
not mechanical, but what you would assume like the alien like mechanical type thing would be like a foreign mechanical noise of like just like weird yeah. machinery and stuff like that. It was a very weird noise. Okay. That's it. I'm, I've turned the radio on and mess with it. And then they say that explains the weird noises we've been hearing. That's the weird noise we've been heard. And I was, I like laughed at them. I like scoffed at them. I was like, ah, whatever. And I start tuning it and that sound plays for the first time. That weird like noise and it. The problem with that noise wasn't the actual noise itself. It was the physical reaction I had to this noise is this noise played. And then I felt something brush up against my neck, like something weird, like brushed up against my neck or like something like that feeling of like tear, like something's going for my neck, like that behind you feeling. Yeah. And I gasp, like physically gasp. I go, <gasps> and I woke up like, it wasn't even like that. It was like, <gasps> Like that, like that, like I wasn't breathing or something like that kind of weird gasp. And I woke up with yeah. a pure, a feeling of pure terror and like something's going to like behind me. Okay. Yeah. And then I went back to sleep and then some other dream happened and the exact same noise happened. And then I heard bum, 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 like something was running up my stairs. And then uh, that noise play and that brush and I gasped, I woke up and I did the same gasp again. Mm -hmm. And it was just. It really freaked me out. It was like something's bad. Like, I'm like, I feel like I summoned a demon through my dream through that radio. But I didn't go back to sleep after that. Actually, no, I take that back. I didn't go back to sleep. <laughs> I did. Because I was like, I sat there for a while and I was like, I'm not going back to sleep. But you know when you're tired and you say you're not going back to sleep and then yeah, you get, you I woke sleep. up to a phone call from my dad like four, uh, four o'clock. So it clearly, it, I told you at 2.18 is when this happened. Yeah. So clearly I slept for another two hours. Yeah. And then I got up and did things. But yeah, no, it was a really creepy dream. Yeah, well, I mean, I'm glad that uh, my messaging took you out of a pretty cool dream. And put me into a fucking put, psychological put you, horror. Yeah, like a psychological horror where you lose your car and then it just gets worse from there. Now, you have weird dreams, but you get like weird dreams that are nonsensical. Yeah. Uh, do you get fever dreams? Like uh, when you're sick? Yeah. Are yeah. they weird and nonsensical? <sighs> Because, like, let me explain. So, like... They're not weird and nonsensical. They're very vivid and very, uh... So... Oh, you, uh, you, you go what, ahead. Like, so very vivid, right? Yeah. Like, they're they're very realistic. Yeah. That's what, because that's what I was wondering. Like, uh, whenever I have a fever, I have the most awesome dreams ever. Like, they're so... They're so intently, like fucked up that I remember them without writing them down. Like that's how much of an impact these, these dreams have left on. Yeah. I think I've told you the classic ones, but like when I get fever dreams, I live through like absolute fucking horror, like psychological horror movies all the time. And I, I've told you about like the shadow people one. Yeah. Oh my God. That one fucks me up. Like I love that one though. It's so good. There's two of them, but like there's <laughs> I dude, love how it's like, you're talking about like horror movies you like. Oh my god! No, it's so good. Okay, let me t let me explain this to like the people here because you know it clearly. So there's this dream where I'm in my house. Everything it's night, it's dark, it's like the middle of the night, or at least it's early morning. I'd say like three in the morning, and there's like a fog outside. All of my windows are boarded up. Like my furniture is shuffled around. The house just feels like it's been aged. It's like mildewy and old. There's no power. Everything is like cleared off, like it's empty pretty much. And there's just people like taking shelter everywhere. All the windows are covered and doors are barricaded and everything. Like all this place blocked off. And there's all these people around everywhere, like 
sickly looking like we've like we're surviving some kind of horrible like event going on and we're hiding from something right yeah and i walk around i remember looking for something and like i make it to like my office now which there's like a mattress on the floor and it was like a hardwood floor and everything was like very like mute palette and like dark yeah and uh it was just a very weird dream and i was like i woke up it wasn't anything too creepy about that. It was just weird. I was looking for the attic. I was looking for somebody in the attic. And I got into the attic and something like happened. Like I, I opened the door of the attic and I wake up. That's all I have. I remember, right? Mm-hmm. Well, then I uh, I woke up and I was like, all right. I woke up in a sweat and everything. So, you know, you take your you take your time out. You get some water. You know, you pull off some blankets and you eventually you go back to sleep, right? Yeah. So on uh, the second time I went back to sleep, I woke up again in the same house, in the same like dream-like world. Except I woke up in my room on that mat, like in the mildewy mattress, and nobody was in the house. There was not a single person in the house. Mm-hmm. I was looking around. I started looking around for people. Nobody was there. Not a single person was in the house. I was going like room by room looking, and it was getting creepier and creepier because, like, I, you know, you feel like you're in this dream. And I'm like, creep down the stairs and I'm looking, there's nobody around. And then I make it to the back door of my house, and the back door is wide open. Mm hmm. I'm sorry. The first one, I apologize. I completely forgot. I mixed these two up. The first one ended when I got curious. I moved my couch because my couch was by the window barricading something. And there's a tiny little hole cut, like an inch, like around circle hole in the wall. Yeah. And I peeked out of it. After I went in the attic, I went down and I peeked out of it to see what, because I was trying to figure out what was going on. Mm-hmm. I looked out of it and then like a shadow like figure like looks in back at me. Like, and that's when I woke up like in like terror for a second. Yeah. And I went back to sleep and I woke up and everybody was gone and the door was like forced open and it was wide open. And then I just remember thinking it's going to get me <laughs> and like, it's going to get me. And I remember just running, like running upstairs and I like hide, trying to hide. And then like, I like jump back in my bed, like hide in the covers or hide somewhere. And then it like jumps on me and I wake up again. Mm. And then the other one that's uh, pretty popular that I like to talk about is the one where uh, it starts off in a zombie apocalypse with all of my friends. Like you were in it and everything. And yeah. they were spread up into two groups, basically the two main core groups. Cause like I have like two groups of friends. Like I have you and like Frank and that like core group. And then I have like the other people that were like, you know, the people I worked at with Dollar Tree and all that stuff. Right. Yeah. And so there's these two core groups. Right. And I got separated from, we were surviving the zombies. I got separated from you guys and I got separated from something and you guys were getting attacked and getting like overrun and killed by zombies. And I was going to try to like save you guys from the zombies. And like some guy stops me and like, I can't get like the, I, they, they stop me and they like, they're two men in black looking guys. And they tell me that like, I can't stop. I can't stop it. It's too late. And, uh, basically that it's my eternal punishment to watch my friends die over and over again in horrible ways in different realities. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, like, I have to watch you guys basically get ripped apart and murdered by these zombies. And then, like, I, and then the next thing I know, I'm in, like, a weird, like, white room, like, looking through, like, a window at, like, a, like a science experiment. Yeah. And, like, all of you guys are, like, in different rooms getting tortured in various ways and killed. And then there was another one. Like, it, I went through, like, four or five of these things. Like, and, like, they just kept telling me there's nothing I could do. And, like, I had to keep watching. Yeah, that's fun. Yeah, it was very, very interesting. Um, but those are my fever dreams, and they're always like that twisted. And I think they make the best movies. <laughs> I am so I love those like ideas. How does Edgar listen to these if he doesn't have ears? Edgar doesn't have ears. I mean, I showed you the picture of him in the car with me the other day. Did it look like he had ears? It looked like he had places he had where ears could have been, but they're not ears. Well, I mean. Ears, I feel like 
you know, we can break up the entire world into places where ears could have been but are not. I really think that's the system we should go off of. Every day I'm going to walk through a doorway, I said, ears could have been here, but they're not. <laughs> ears could have been here, but they're not. <laughs> like, you look at a door handle, and you're like, an ear could have been there, but it's not. I mean, that's like a topologist seven. Yeah. I mean, there could have not been ears there. <laughs> there could have not been ears. I pointed to the one of the many cardboard cutouts that are slowly engulfing this room. Yeah. How many calories is in paper? How many calories in paper? Yeah. it's. I mean, it's got a good fiber qual- uh, quality. Uh, a good amount of fiber. Probably none. Why my fitness pal has a nutrition. <laughs> uh, my fitness pal right here. Here is the nutritional value of a sheet of paper. It's got one gram of carbs, <laughs> two calories, and two grams of fat. It is eighty-two percent fat. It's actually really bad for me. <laughs> um, these are talking about like rice paper, I think. No, wait, is rice paper different? Is this a is this a different one? Food not found. Why? It has two grams of fat and apparently eight grams of sodium? <laughs> oh, yeah, here we go. Okay, nutritional info paper. One gram of carbs, five grams of dietary fiber, eight grams of or eight milligrams of sodium, two grams of fat. 0% vitamin A, 0% vitamin C, 0% calcium, 0 iron. Uh, it's got monosaturated fat, though. Mm. And that's it. Activity, activity needed to burn uh, 2 calories. 0 minutes of running, 0 minutes of cleaning, and 0 minutes of cycling. I wonder, I don't think eating paper is a good one. Probably not. Uh, just go to, like, uh, uh, go to, like, the closest nuclear plant and Swallow some polonium. <laughs> Be like some that guy. Calories that's, that's the KGB diet right there. When they put <laughs> polonium in your coffee, you'd think that you'd be you. You'd think you'd be really suspicious when your coffee starts reboiling. But you know, ah, eh, it's fine. Yeah, you know, just Bruce is having a bad day. Yeah, you know, active. You know, nuclear fusion happens in your coffee. You know, it just adds <laughs> to the flavor. <laughs> That's that's like a fallout beverage right there, like actual like coffee with active nuclear fusion going on. That's like Nuka coffee. That's like Nuka like I uh I think we've really hit the bottom of the barrel already cuz we're already talking about dreams on episode 2. Yeah. We're not supposed to talk about dreams until we run out of content to talk about. That's like at least episode 5. <laughs> Come on, let's, let's spew out the content. Yeah, yeah something like that. But um, if you enjoyed this, leave us a review. Uh, dislike the video on YouTube. Comment your dreams. I'd love to read those. And uh, maybe we'll set up an email or something later on. Yeah. Follow us on uh, Instagram. I think we have... Uh, I think Frank follows follows us, follows us. I don't even think you follow us. On Instagram? Yeah. So I think we have two followers. One being me. <laughs> and one being Frank. Actually, somebody else did follow it, so I don't know if I follow it either, so that's fair. Yeah. But uh, yeah, check it out. We uh, we should have some... I don't know if we have anything from this episode, but we post our little pictures and things. Like we got the bobs and the toilet Kongs and all those. <sighs> yeah. Well, I think we've ended this. Yeah, I think it's, I think it's well been over. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm going to have, I mean, Edgar's going to have a really fun time 
working on the like cutting this and making this into a coherent ending all right you can end it this podcast is about negativity i hate life i hate everything okay